another episode of Dr. your host, Ben Scordino. So today, we, um, we do a lot of hockey, hockey to talk about. Uh, thank God. I mean, you know, I won't lie, the first few episodes were a little rough with it only being in, uh, you know, free agency. But now that the regular season's back in full swing, we've got a full uh, show lined up for you guys. And sorry, you know, I've, I've slacked a little bit um, this last this past week and uh, weekend was my uh, brother's wedding, so I was a little preoccupied uh, at the moment with that, so I couldn't really get too much done um, in regards to watching some hockey, so congratulations again to Joe and Annabelle, um, you know, wish them all the best, and uh, yeah, so pretty much we got, we got a stacked show, a lot of news um, about specific games and uh, some fancy hockey to uh, close out the show. So let's just jump right into uh, let's just jump right into topics. Um, the Avalanche topped the Rangers, and Alexander uh, Georgiev um, ended up getting the win for um, the Colorado Avalanche against his former team, the New York Rangers. And uh, yeah, it was a three-two uh, victory. Um, There's a shootout. So I mean. I'm not a big fan of shootout wins. It's, uh, you know, you get one lucky shot that go into the back of the net, and then you can't really do much after that. So it's a tough, tough way to lose a game, really. So, yeah, Georgiev gets the win. Um, you know, he's uh, improved to 4-0-1 uh, this season, and... You know, good for him. I, I think that's really all he he needed was a little bit more confidence, and he would have been a, he would, would have been a very good, good goalie for the Rangers. But obviously, uh, Igor Shesterkin is still a fantastic goalie. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, there wasn't really too much for the Rangers to do uh, in that terms with that. So yeah, uh, but Georgiev, you know, beats him, and probably felt good for him to. Um, you know, beat the team that he had previously previously just played for. So, yeah, not too much uh, on that right now. We're gonna dive more into the the score itself uh, a little bit later. So now, Phil Kessel has p- played in his NHL record-setting 990th consecutive game. Uh, that was Tuesday night, or um, la- uh, no, not last night, Tuesday night <laughs> against. Um, the San Jose Sharks, I believe. So, congratulations to him. I mean, you know, Phil Kessel uh, has been a, not necessarily a journeyman, but, you know, Phil the Thrill has made a name for himself, to say the least. Uh, he's played on a whole bunch of teams. He was uh, recently on Arizona, but the teams that he has played for have been... Um, the Boston Bruins, um, Toronto Maple Leafs, Pittsburgh Penguins, um, the Arizona Coyotes, and he is now currently on the Vegas Golden Knights. So, yeah, I mean, congratulations to him. Um, probably would have been Keith Yandel had the Flyers not been assholes by benching Keith Yandel uh, throughout all that. You know, it's not a good thing, to say the least. So, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, Phil the Thrill has really made a name for himself, so congratulations to him, and, you know, congratulations for uh, getting out of Arizona and going to the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, I think he might have a, they might have a pretty good shot at uh, 
making it to the cup because he's um there uh, Vegas is a pretty good team uh not too much to really say about that uh they will hold uh Jack Eichel for the full year now uh reworked some of their cap issues that they had last season and uh yeah on, only issues is that they lost uh Robin Leonard at the beginning of the season but Logan Thompson has looked pr- uh, pretty good so far so yeah congrats to him on passing that um record uh you know it's cool and he uh the the golden knights did go on to win that game four to two and he ended up scoring his 400th career goal as well so you know really uh hammering on the um career milestones <laughs> so you know congratulations again to uh phil kessel and all that so uh continuing to the philadelphia flyers they um their veteran forward James Van Riemsdyk will undergo surgery to repair a broken finger that was suffered in Sunday's loss to the San Jose Sharks. So he will miss roughly a month. Um, he's been pretty good. He's got two goals, and he's third on the, uh, on the team with five points through six games. Um, clearly, uh, John Torrell's coaching style has been helping them a lot, and I hate saying that, but it's true. So, you know. Sucks to lose a guy like that uh, at the beginning of the season, but I'd rather lose in the beginning of the season than at the uh, towards the end of the season or middle of the season. So good for uh, not necessarily good that he's missing time, but better to get it taken care of now instead of waiting or trying to play with it and things like that. So yeah, and the, staying with the Flyers, they um, have just picked up uh, Kiefer Bellows uh, off of waivers. He was waived by the New York Islanders, and Owen Tippett has returned. Owen Tippett and uh, Rasmus Ristolainen have returned for them as well, so they're getting some more help. And, yeah, we'll see if they can continue having the uh, success that they've had. I mean, they've been uh, pretty solid for the uh, beginning of the season. And, yeah, they just have looked like a completely different team because last season they were not very good, but yeah, good for, uh, good for Philadelphia. It sucks to lose one of your veterans like that, but not too much you can really do. Um, so continuing going to up North to Montreal, uh, Carrie price is set to take it step by step with, uh, his knee injury. Good for him. He's 35 years old. They, I wouldn't want him to, you know, uh, I wouldn't really want him to rush back because if I'm the Canadians, you want Carey Price back on your team. He, even, he's still such a good, he's still such a good goalie. I mean, you don't really want to lose that type of player at all, ever. Uh, good goaltending is very hard to come by. Um, I mean, I know that for a fact, being a, Devils fan, so once the, once Brodeur left, it's been pretty shitty. So yeah, pretty much they um, they really need to just take their time with this. Let him uh, get everything right, and you know he was he's been um, rehabbing and stuff. So I I think that's really good for him. And there's no time timetable yet as well. So so the Canadians play. And, yeah, I mean, not too much really with that. Um, he's just, um, you know, he, he's got to he's gotta go, di- he's got to just get himself right. Because 
that's all you can really ask for at this point. So good for him for taking the initiative and really getting, making sure that everything is good before he is, you know, back to uh, being between the pipes for the Montreal Canadiens. Um, Eric Stahl joined the uh, Florida Panthers and his brother Mark Stahl on a one-year deal. So they uh, gave him a, a contract after he was on a uh, PTO deal. So good for him uh, for trying to go on a uh, another cup run with Florida with um, his brother as well. So, yeah, uh, not really too much about that. I mean, it's good for... Uh, you know, good for them, and it's good for, I don't know, I'm, I'm, drawing, I'm drawing a blank right now. It's good for the the Panthers to get that veteran guy in that team after all of the shakeups that they had this uh, offseason. And, yeah, I mean, you, you, honestly, veteran leadership like that does not hurt the team at all. So I am all for that. Um, so continuing, we did have some news break with the NHL released retro, uh, reverse retro jerseys for, uh, a redeem. And I'll be honest, the, uh, the devil's one sucked. Uh, I'll, I'll just keep it plain and simple. Uh, usually, usually it takes me a little bit to, you know, figure out whether or not I like the jersey. I like to see it in action first before I really make a decision, but, I just feel like they could have done a, lot, a little bit better with that. Um, best one, honestly, is the Florida Panthers. That jersey is really fresh with the sun, the palm tree, the hockey stick, the colors, everything. It's It screams Florida, and that is just such a cool jersey. Um, and, you know, they're paying uh, homage to when they, they wore uh, that type of similar jersey in 2009. So good for them. Uh, the San Jose Sharks is uh, interesting. It's um, actually pretty cool because it's uh, modeled after the California Golden Seals. So that's also pretty cool as well. Um, Montreal Canadiens are w- back with a or with a uh, light blue jersey as well. LA Kings obviously going with the um, old school design of um, you know the the old school crown, the purple, everything. I, I like the the colors on that as well. Uh, Colorado, and it's pretty pretty simple, but it's you know pretty cool as well. They're um, you know paying homage to the uh, Quebec Nordiques, Vegas Golden Knights. That one's actually pretty cool. Uh, I like the colors, I like the lettering on the jersey as well. St. Louis has got a uh, pretty nice jersey too. Arizona actually's got one that's pretty dope. Uh, it's like a nice, um, kind of like an burnt orange with the Coyote logo in the middle, and then it's got like cactuses and like a you know desert on the bottom of the jersey. So I uh, I, I I enjoy that one. Bruins bring back the bear. The Oilers bring back their uh, old school logo. With the, um, I don't, I don't remember exactly what it's the. I guess it's technically called the oil drop logo, but that's a dope, dope looking jersey too. Uh, 
And then Islanders bring back the Fishermen. Um, yeah, I mean, th- these jerseys are really cool. They, they did a really good job for most of them. Uh, the Ducks could have been a little bit better. I think they should have went back with the uh, purple. But, yeah, there's been a whole lot of... <laughs> whole lot of, you know, these jerseys released in the last few years with the reverse retro and everything. And I, I really do like what Adidas is doing with that and, you know, switching it up and remixing it for these teams to, you know, I feel like I've said pay, pay homage way too much already. But, like, to showcase their historic roots. And it, it's pretty cool that they're getting a chance to do this uh, now. And... Most of the jerseys look really cool. Some of them look like crap, and that's just gonna happen. That's just the way it. Uh, just the way it goes. Um, <clears throat> so going back to Montreal, we did have a trade. Uh, the Canadians acquired uh, defenseman uh, Nicholas Biodin from the Chicago Blackhawks in exchange for center Cam Hillis. Uh, Biodin has two go- had two goals and four assists in twenty two games over three seasons for Chicago. And uh, he was the 27th overall pick in the 2018 draft. Uh, Hill, uh, Hillis was the 66th overall pick in the 2018 draft and made his NHL debut with Montreal last season. So we'll see how well, uh, we'll see how that plays out. So now we're going to go to scores. One of my favorite things to do is just recap all these games uh, that have happened. And go through which games I think might. Um... Actually, before we get into that, we do have two more pieces of news that I just want to talk about before anything else. So, uh, Josh Norris could, Norris could be out for the entire season for, with a shoulder injury for the Ottawa Senators. Uh, he had recently just signed an eight year contract in the offseason. Uh, pretty bad. Uh, Pretty bad for the Senators, who obviously had a lot of um, hype around them. I mean, he recently signed an eight-year, $63.6 million contract, and uh, he set career highs in goals, assists, and points in 66 games last season. And he led the Senators in face-off percentage. So he's definitely one of the best, better centermen on that team. And now they're going to ask a lot for um, you know Brady Kachuk, Tim Stutzla, Alex DeBrinkett, and those guys to really step up in his um you know, his absence. So sucks for that. The Senators are 4-2-0. and uh, oh, They have won four straight following two losses to the start of the season. So, yeah. Um, they're, and we're going to get into who they uh, play tonight. So the final piece of news before we get into the scores and fantasy hockey will be that Barry Trotz is not ready to coach again, but an original uh, – Six team could spark uh, injury. He's never, uh, his quote was, um, for me, I've never coached an original six team. That would intrigue me. Those teams always intrigue you, but the Canadian teams, you're under the microscope. You sort of, sort of are in New York too. So the original six teams obviously consists of uh, Montreal Canadiens, Toronto Maple Leafs, Boston Bruins, Chicago Blackhawks, Detroit Red Wings, and the New York, New York Rangers, and the New York Rangers. Bruins just got a new coach, Blackhawks got a new coach, Red Wings got a new new coach, and uh, Mar- uh, Marty St. Louis signed a contract to remain with the Canadians. So 
not a lot of uh, teams left to sign him, but you never know. Barry Trotz is a fantastic coach, and I could see one of those coaches getting the can if he, they find out that he's available for, uh, uh, you know, if he's available, period. So to go over some games, we're going to start with Tuesday. Uh, Dallas Stars beat the, or not the Dallas Stars did not beat. Boston Bruins beat the Dallas Stars 3-1. Uh, Linus Olmark made 30 saves. David Pasternak had a goal and assist, and Taylor Hall had a goal. Um, the Arizona Coyotes beat the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, 6-3. Uh, Shane Gossespair had two goals, one assist. Clayton Keller had three assists. And um, I don't know who their goalie is, if I'm being honest. Connor Ingram had... 30 saves, so good for them. Uh, very weird to see the Coyotes winning a game, but hey, you know, maybe things are looking up for them. Then we've got Minnesota Wild beat the Montreal Canadiens. Um, that's just it was just a 3 1 game, nothing too uh, crazy in that one. Uh, Colorado Avalanche. Beat the New York Rangers in a shootout. Talked about that before. Georgiev, 44, 44 saves. Shesterkin, 42. Barkley Gaudreau had a goal and assist. So, uh, unfortunately, that game ended in a shootout. But beggars can't be choosers. Uh, Flame, The Cal- Calgary Flames beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 4-1. Nazem Kadri netted two goals, had an assist. Jacob Markstrom had 32 saves. And Michael Stone had one goal. So, Flames have been looking very, very good this season so far. They've been looking very hot. <laughs> ah, there you go. There's a nice pun for you guys. But uh, continuing on with the Tuesday games, Seattle Kraken beat the Buffalo Sabres 5-1. to Daniel Sprong had a goal, goal and two assists. Um, I want to say, yeah, Brandon Tanev had two assists, and... I think this is if this is who I think it is. Yep, Martin Jones had 15 saves, so not a lot of work for the the goalie for Seattle. But hey, eh, it happens. Uh, Golden Knights beat the San Jose Sharks four to two. Shea Theodore had one goal and one assist. Obviously, Phil Kessel scored his 400th goal, uh, and he had a goal. And Matt Nieto had one goal in that game. So yep. That pretty much... Oh, wait. That does not wrap up Tuesday. I was waiting to do one of the better games for last, which is the New Jersey Devils beat the Detroit Red Wings 6-2. Jesper Bratt, two goals, one assist. Still looking very good um, right now. And uh, Jack Hughes had a goal and assist. And Ryan Graves had two assists. So, yeah. You know, they're starting to click now in New Jersey. So, it's get, starting to look a little bit better. <laughs> Um, continuing, the Islanders beat the Rangers 3-0. Three, uh, three uh, this happened last night. Uh, Ilya Sorokin had 41 saves. Kyle Palmieri, two goals. And uh, Josh Bailey had one goal. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, I almost said Montreal. The Edmonton Oilers beat the uh, St. Louis Blues 3-1. to one. Uh, Ryan Hopkins had a had a goal. Jordan Biddington made twenty five saves, and Stuart Skinner had thirty seven saves for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay Lightning defeated the Ducks 
four to two. Brandon Hagel had a goal. Uh, Troy Terry had a goal, and Steven Stamkos was the third star of the game, but did not have a goal or an assist. So that's kind of strange to see. But so, all right, we have a we have a full slate of games tonight. So we got the we have the Red Wings versus the Bruins. I think the Red Wings will take that. They got to bounce back. The Red Wings are a very, very good team. Uh, Boston is a very good team as well. Uh, Brad Marchand is back in the lineup for them. But even still, I think uh, Detroit will I think Detroit will get it done. Uh, Montreal Canadiens versus the Buffalo Sabres. I think the Sabres take that one. Uh, Minnesota Wild versus the Ottawa Senators. Um, I think the Senators get that win. Flyers versus the Panthers. I think the Panthers take that one. St. Louis Blues versus the Predators. I think the Predators get uh, get that dub right there. Oilers versus Blackhawks. I'm going to take the Edmonton Oilers. Washington Capitals versus the Dallas Stars. I think the Dallas Stars can get something done. You know, I think they can squeak out a win against the Washington Capitals. Uh, Seattle Kraken versus the Vancouver Canucks. I think the Canucks are going to continue their winless streak because they are currently 0-5-2. And I think the Seattle Kraken will get that win. Uh, Jets versus the Kings. I think the LA Kings are going to get that win. I think that one might be a pretty pretty close game. And the final game of the night is the Maple Leafs versus the San Jose Sharks. I think the Maple Leafs will get that win pretty easily. So before we dive into fantasy hockey, um, we're going to take a short little break and... You know, to get some word, uh, get a word from our lovely sponsors here on the uh, Chop Sports Podcast Network. So we will be right back. Celebrating over 90 years of five star, high quality customer service, Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru, right there in Avenel, New Jersey, is my go to spot for all of my new and used vehicles. I myself decided to upgrade, and I went from a Chevy Equinox all the way up to a Chevy Blazer Rally Sport. It's not your average Blazer. This thing hauls ass. If I get that itch to go big, I'm going big with Richard Lucas Chevrolet, and I'm going to go with the 2022 Chevy Silverado 1500. It's got the all-star four-wheel drive package with a 2.7-liter engine. Check out their entire inventory online at richardlucaschevy.com or give them a call at 800-717-6944 and tell them Chop Sports Sturge sent you. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's one hundred dollars check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website absolute-eyewear.com tell them chop sports search set you and we are back ladies and gentlemen so let's just get right into fantasy hockey so i'm not in any fantasy hockey leagues but i always love talking hockey and if you guys play fantasy hockey you might want to uh, take a, a waiver on some of these pickups for this week. So some players on the waiver wire to pick up would be Dominic uh, Kubliak for Detroit. 
Uh, he has points in four straight games to the Red Wings uh, with eight points, three goals, five assists. Um, and he has three straight multi-point games, so obviously pretty good with him. And he's been playing um, he's been playing on the top line with uh, Dylan Larkin. So, yeah, that's definitely a, a guy you, you might want to uh, pick up. All right, and then next on this list is my boy, Nico Heischer. Um So he's got six points, two goals, four assists, and 11 shots on goal during uh, the three-game winning streak that they're currently on. He's second among Devils forwards in average ice time at 19-12. Uh, he, that's, be, that's behind uh, Jack Hughes at 21-28. And um, their second most even strength points... And he has their second most uh, even strength points at five behind um, Jesper Bratt, who's got six. So definitely um, when Nico Heischer gets involved in the offense, he's a very reliable guy. So definitely a guy that you should look at for, um, you know, if you need some center depth or you just need a, uh, you know, plug-and-play guy sometimes, Nico Heischer can do all of that for the New Jersey Devils. Um, continuing down, we've got Jake DeBrusque. Um, he's got five points, two goals, three assists in five games this season, and is second on the Boston Bruins in shots on goal with 25. And that is behind um, David Pasternak, who leads the league at 37 shots on goal. So he's been skating with uh, Patrice Bergeron and Pavel Zaka. And, yeah, I mean... He could be pretty good with uh, Martian coming back. It might not hinder him too much because Martian always likes to get suspended. But, yeah, definitely a guy to um, to look out for. Uh, continuing, we've got Kevin Hayes. Um, he leads the Flyers in assists and points. And he's tied for their, their most power play points. And he's been playing on the top line with uh, Travis Konechny and... Joel Farabee, so, yeah, uh, like I said for Nico, he's a good, good center to have, uh, just continuing down, because we do have a few other, um, things to talk about today, uh, Cole, uh, Perfetti is another guy to add, uh, Shane Pinto, Marcus Johansson, uh, Kalen Addison, I'm probably going to butcher this name, but Arbor Shikaj. Uh, I probably butchered that, but it is what it is. And Eric Comrie. So those are definitely the guys you'd want to pay attention to to maybe pick up in your hockey league. So now we're going to go through the uh, rankings of the top 10 Defensemen, forwards, and goalies so far throughout the season. So, obviously, forwards. Connor McDavid won pretty, pretty... I don't really have to say too much about that. It's Connor McDavid. Number two, Leon Dreisaitl. Also, don't really have to say much about that. They're easily two of the best offensive players in the entire league right now. Uh, Nathan McKinnon at three. Austin Matthews at four. Kirill the Thrill. Another nickname, but... Phil the Thrill is also a little bit better. Kirill Kaprizov at 5. Sidney Crosby at 6. Miko Rantanen at 7. Artemi Panarin at 8. Nikita Kucherov at 9. Alex Kovechkin at 10. That's a pretty solid list. Um, all of those guys have been playing 
at unbelievable offensive uh, levels this season so far starting off. And, I mean, Panarin's definitely going to move up that list if he continues to keep up the way he's been playing. He's been on fire for the New York Rangers. And, yeah, I mean, it's crazy to see two, uh, you know, two Colorado guys in there um, in Rantanen and McKinnon, but they are also – they've been fantastic for Colorado. Um, Kaprizov is honestly one of the better op- scoring options for Minnesota, so I'm not surprised there. Crosby, it's still Sidney Crosby. He's still a menace. And, uh, yeah, Kucherov and Ovechkin are both uh, really good uh, really good scorers. I don't know why that took a few seconds. Um, now we'll move over to defensemen. So, Camel uh, Cars at one, Victor Hedman at two, Adam Fox at three, Roman Yossi at four, Moritz Sider at five. John Carlson at 6. Uh, Quinn Hughes is at 7, but he's currently injured. Chris Letang at 8. Brent Burns at 9. And Morgan Riley at 10. That one, I uh, I really don't have any issues with this, actually. I mean, Quinn Hughes has been playing pretty well for Vancouver, but he's unfortunately hurt at the moment, so that stinks for them. But uh, I could see easily the next three guys on this list, Devin Tays, Mackenzie Weger, and Rasmus Dahlin, Maybe not so much Darlene, but I could see Devin Tays and Mackenzie Weger moving up into that top ten. Uh, Brent Burns is obviously enjoying the change of scenery playing for Carolina. Uh, Chris Tang is still playing really well. Moritz Sider is having a, a very good season for Detroit. Uh, they're still such a they're still a really good team. Uh, and yeah, those top four, I don't think are really going to change too much. Uh, McCarr, Hedman, Fox, and Yossi, they're still easily the best some of the best defensemen in the league. And finally, for the final topic of the day, it's the top 10 goalies. So, one, we've got Igor Shesterkin, two, Andre Vasilevsky, three, Frederick Anderson, four, Jacob Markstrom, five, Ilya Sorokin, six, Jake Ottinger, seven, uh, Juicy Soros, eight, Thatcher Demko, nine, Jack Campbell, ten, Tristan Jari. Uh, only one I would probably switch is Darcy put Darcy Kemper above Tristan Jari. That's just because I don't really believe in Tristan Jari being a great goalie, even if he is the 10th overall goalie. Uh, Jack Campbell has been playing really well for Edmonton. Thatcher Demko uh, has not been playing too, too well for Vancouver, but, um, you know, he's still a very good goalie for Vancouver. Vancouver's just got to figure their shit out. Uh, Juicy Saros has been one of the better options for uh, Nashville in the last few years, so... You know, I agree with that at seven. Ottinger, still very uh, capable and solid goalie for Dallas. I mean, you know, I still can't get over the fact that he made 60 saves in a game and lost uh, last season for the um, – that was in the Western, Conf- Western Conference semifinals, I believe, against the Edmonton Oilers. Um, no, that was in the first round of the playoffs. No. That might have been the first round of the playoffs against the the Calgary Flames. But even still, uh, Ilya Sorokin, he's been playing uh, very well as well for the New York Islanders. Uh, they definitely need some to get some sh- uh, of their sh- shit going. Uh, Jacob Markstrom, uh, he's been playing just as good as he was last season for Calgary. Frederick Anderson is uh, healthy this season so far and uh, has been 
Uh, he's been making all the right stops for Carolina. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky and Igor Shostakovich are still two of the best uh, goalies in the league. So, yeah, that uh, that pretty much wraps everything up. So, it was a, a good return. We're going to start getting into the rhythm of things now. And, uh, yeah, so happy hockey's back. And stay tuned for next week. So thank you all for listening, and I hope you all have a fantastic day.